This morning I'd like to take as a subject to empowered. Let us pray. Lord, bless us now. Thank you for this time of worship. Give us your grace and peace for Christ's sake. Amen. Well, we're in the season of Lent, and Lent usually implies an opportunity to give up something or to make a sacrifice. And what I've heard from you most of the time is that I've given up TV or I've given up social media or during Lent I've given up some of my favorite food. Favorite food. I want to take that as a jumping off place this morning. Let's assume that you come home one afternoon late and there on the counter is a plate of newly made fudge. You just made the vow at the altar that you were going to give up chocolate for Lent. But the voice, number one, says, go ahead, it won't hurt anything. Have a piece of that chocolate. Have a second piece. And then a second voice is heard. Now, don't do that. You've made a vow. You've made a covenant. Don't do that. Don't eat any of that candy. Keep your vow. And then a third voice comes in and defends the second voice. And so the first voice... The first voice is defeated by the second and the third voice. You don't yield to the temptation and you go on your way keeping your vow for Lent. Now there's a big word for that dynamic. But let's just say that it's a soul struggle. It's a civil war that goes on inside of us as we seek to be empowered to do the will of God. Speaking of empowerment, I'd like to mention four ways this morning that God can empower us. And the first is service. Service. In the text that has been read several times already this morning, Jesus and the disciples are visiting and they come to this place where Simon Peter's mother-in-law is sick and Jesus takes her by the hand, lifts her up, heals her, empowers her, gives her help and she immediately then begins to serve them. She's empowered to serve. You know that word serve is found in the Bible something like 500 times which tells us that it's pretty important. And the word itself means to wait on tables. And it's become kind of a parabolic word that takes into consideration everything that we do 
which we've been empowered by the Lord to serve God. So during Lent, during this season, let us re, be, remember, be, be reminded that God does in fact seek to empower us through Jesus Christ to serve and be faithful to the commitment that we've made. You've all heard the name of Albert Einstein. In the latter part of his life, Einstein took the pictures of Newton and the physicist Maxwell off of his wall and put up a picture of Gandhi, Gandhi and Schweitzer. And he said the time has come for us to throw out the image of success and get into the image of service. I believe that's gospel. I believe that's the word. Let us get in to serving God during this Lenten season and all of our lives. Secondly, I want to talk about courtesy. I'm on the roads probably as much as any of you. I, I don't know where courtesy went. They tell me in Nashville they don't even wave at you with the whole hand. Not just Nashville. You know, Jesus had a lot of disciples. One that we haven't mentioned this morning is Apostle Paul. And Paul had a little preacher school, and he trained these people to go out and start churches. And one of those young men was named Titus. And he wrote a letter to Paul to Titus out there on the island of Crete where he was serving a church. And uh, he says to him, and this is in the book of Titus chapter 3 and verse 2, for those of you that, are, that want to know that. He said, let courtesy be shown to all people. That word, too, could just as easily be translated gentleness. This is one of the finer qualities of the kingdom that we can be reminded this morning to allow God to empower us to restore in our society. And so help me, God, in the church of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thinking of the children this morning, I was reminded of the story of the little girl that was invited to a sleepover. And dinner that night, the mother of the home there invited this little visiting girl to say the prayer at dinner. Now, her father was a disc jockey. And so as she began the prayer, she cleared her throat and she said, Friends, this meal is brought to you through the courtesy of God. God is our model. God is courteous toward you and me. Think of all the courtesy God has shown. Let that be an example and an encouragement and an empowerment for us today. And falling on the heels of that, Number three, hospitality. 
You know, Tommy, we had a, I thought it was a good meeting yesterday with United Methodist men. Some of you were here. Our uh, guest was preoccupied. So we were led in a discussion about how is it possible to restore St. Mark's to the days before COVID. We have so many people that are not showing up. And at the heart of what was discussed was this very concept. And it's not just a social concept. It's a theological concept. This idea of being hospitable. And so I feel a word simply to say today. Let us seek to be hospitable toward everybody. And you all who are not here this morning. Come back and be with us. I think you'll find it hospitable here. Come and join us. It's time. You're welcome. Now, I found this really interesting paragraph, and I'm going to take just a moment to read it. In this book that Tommy has had us reading, Reverend Ward, I should say, has had us reading, Gospeled Lives, Encounters with Jesus. And we've been reading this during this time, and our speakers have been taking some of the key concepts and sharing with us. But listen to this, please. This is on page 85. It, is it demeaning for Mark to suggest the outcome of this woman's restorative encounter with Jesus to be waiting on tables? Remember the context of these times. The most important obligation of a host to guess was hospitality. It was not mere courtesy, but a vital tradition. In her illness, this woman would have been prevented from fulfilling her status as elder woman of the household. The healing empowers her to practice hospitality, to be the gracious host. The fact that the New Testament ends up appropriating this word as the language of ministry ought not to be dismissed as coincidence. Ministry and welcome define one another then and now. So thanks to her empowering encounter with Jesus, she who was healed now ministers. May the one who has healed us empower us in hospitality. And then the fourth thing I want to say this morning is let's do it God's way. Let's do it God's way. Trish and I watched a wonderful documentary the other night. It was about Frank Sinatra. Now surely you haven't forgotten Frank Sinatra. He was in a concert one evening where Paul Anka was present. And as they were leaving, Anka spoke to Frank, and Frank said, Son, write me a song. And sometime later, Anka had come in from London where he had an office. He came home, got home at 2 o'clock in the morning, and sat down at his piano. And he imagined Frank standing in front of the piano 
And he wrote that song, My Way. And so that in his later life, that kind of became what Frank referred to as the national anthem. It was his swan song. It was a great song. It, it, it is a great song. And it's a wonderful song that sums up his life. And he did it his way. But that song reminded me in this context today that as Christians, we can't always do it our way. God wants to empower us to do it God's way. Be empowered to do it God's way. And this sometimes, it's just simply a, a small thing perhaps. Leslie Wagner wrote a piece in the paper which I think incorporates or encompasses a lot of what I've talked about this morning. She had been at the grocery store, and when they rang the cash register, she was $12 short. She was really embarrassed. She didn't have the $12 in her purse. A lady standing behind her handed her a $20 bill, and she said, no, I can't take that. And the lady said to her, look, I just got back from visiting my mother in the hospital. She has cancer. I took her some flowers. But she chastised me for spending the money on the flowers and told me to use that money and spend it somewhere else. And so the lady said to Leslie, here, please take my mother's flowers. Please take God's flowers. Do it God's way. And may as we come for communion this morning, we be reminded that God is in the work of empowerment. Let God take us by the hand and lift us up and empower us to walk in the way, which was the first name by which the church was described in the scriptures. The way, the way. Let's do it God's way. Amen and amen.